This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, just in time for the holidays. Nostalgia. Plus, Biz knows they aren't doing it at her, and Teresa has a house check-in. Ho, ho, ho. Woo! Teresa. Yeah. Real quick, Mm -hmm. before we do any sort of check-in at all, I have to throw this out there. Holidays coming. Yeah. We need to throw gifts at people. Yes. Especially all the poor new parents who are experiencing their very first holiday. I mean, the joy of holidays (laughs) with uh, new babies in their house. Uh, We wrote a book uh, earlier this year. Yeah. It's, it's called, real. It's a real thing. Yeah. And it's called, You're Doing a Great Job, A Hundred Ways You're Winning at Parenting. And it is, uh, we, we, we think it's a delight. And yeah. it's just basically a very easy to read book of reminders of how hard this is and how great you're doing. So grab a few, pass them out. Great little gift, little stocking stuffer, little, little uh, Hanukkah present, any kind of gift, hostess gift, whatever you need. Just going to throw that out there. There you go. Now, checking in. Last week, we discussed how the house made us do it. How the house was not helping us in parenting. How we felt trapped. There were some bad patterns being set up. We were not our best. And Teresa uh, suggested maybe we need to physically change something up by, like, maybe uh, just coming in and committing to, like, 10 minutes of just um, focusing solely on the children, not worrying about uh, you know, parenting, uh, not worrying about all the other mm-hmm. stuff that waits us, mm-hmm. awaits us in the house. Uh, Teresa, yeah. did you try it? I totally tried it. Okay. How did I, it work? I'm going to say it works. Okay. Pretty well. Yeah. Um, My only like trip up with it is like remembering to do it. Yeah. And like framing it correctly in my mind mm. to make it be effective. So like the first day that I did it was... It was amazing. Like, it made such a big difference. Yeah. And that was me deliberately going into that moment right. with the knowledge that my job, that I was giving myself yeah. this job of just hanging out and talking to my kids right. for 10 minutes before I did anything else. Yeah. Um, and it... I, it was actually like crazy the difference that it made. How? Like it actually made me think like wow, I like this is actually like a a, a key. Yeah. I have found a key because I, the like the only the only like downside to it was like it made it sort of like pushed things back because mm. it slowed everyone down. It right. slowed me down. Um, in a positive way as well as like, yeah, like stuff wasn't done as fast, but it slowed me down so that I was kind of like doing this and talking to this person and doing that and talking yeah. to that person and like coming around to dinner. The kids ended up eating a little bit later than they normally do. They got off to bed a little bit later than they normally do, okay. but it wasn't like catastrophically late. Okay. Everybody was in a better mood. Yeah. I mean, it, that's huge, that's a, I, that, think. I think. I like, think that's a fair balance with yeah. everything running a little later. Yeah. if we're all in a good mood, yeah. everything being later everything doesn't feel fun. as bad. Yeah, it was like, it was kind of, it was crazy. Like, I, I think it, it made me realize how much my mood affects mm, my kids when yeah. I, like, don't realize it. And I don't say that to, like, put a guilt trip on no. any of us. Like, it's really hard, but... 
it was great. And then, like, I think, you know, since that, like, first day, my only issue has been I think it was so rewarding that first day that I almost, like, <laughs> I almost, like, thought of it like a luxury or, like, a treat, which I think is the raw, like, I think I need to keep thinking of it as my job. Right. Because that way I'll really do it. Like, I think I was kind of only sort of doing it the other days. Ah. Because I was kind of like, hey, that was like a nice thing that I did that was really nice. Right. But it didn't feel like I was staying on task. Right. So, no, like, I get what it. I need to do is, like, keep thinking of it as my task. That is my task. Very good. And so, yeah, I'm going to keep working at it. But, like, initially, I'm feeling, like, really excited about it. I think I texted you that first day, yeah. and I was like, I made it five minutes. Right. I made five, five, five minutes, and I was like, that's, everybody get away from me. But that's, isn't that okay? It was. I, I have to admit, I gave up a little bit on it, but mm. I made other altercations in my house. Mm. I just stopped going on my phone and my computer. Oh yeah, that was that like also that made a huge. Works really great. I mean, I didn't yeah. like his entire team. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying, like, I cut it back by like seventy percent. Nice. And really uh, later, that's going to tie into my genius. I don't want to give away my genius okay. off the bat. Okay. But uh, taking out some serious electronic yeah. time helped my mood, and th- uh, ta-da! There was more time to focus on my kids. When I wasn't focusing on things that made me sad on the internet that I can't stop looking at. Totally. Huh. So there you go. Well, good job. Yep. Thanks. Altering. Yeah. Going to keep working on it. Going to keep working on it. Yeah. You're going to get really good at this. I think so. Yeah. Hey, uh, how are you? Well, I've been sick forever. I, like literally, I think I've been sick forever, guys. For I think we're I think about you to. Have. I think yeah. we're about to oh, hit the month mark Ugh. of the cough and like congestion that will not go away. I'm gonna go see a doctor this week. I, I surrender. Lucky for you guys, we're editing out every five seconds where I'm <laughs> hacking up a lung. But we had Ellis's birthday party this past weekend. Happy uh, birthday, Ellis! Happy birthday, Ellis! Please four. Good Aww. job. And okay, I just. I just, like, with everything recently, and in particular, it feels like with Child 2, it's just very, like, last minute, right? Like, there's a lot of not as much planning as, say, I would have put in to to Katie Bell's party Mm -hmm. when she was this age. He wanted to have this party at this place called Travel Town that's Mm -hmm. in one of the L.A. parks here in California. It's just, like, where there are, like, a lot of old trains. Yep. It's really That's fun. Pretty much what it is. It's all it is. It's just a bunch a of a bunch old of trains. trains. Some of them you can go in, yes. but most of them you just look at. Yeah, you just look you at. Just walk next. A to lot them. of kids love this. Yes. For like a year, Alice is like, "I want my party at, uh-huh. at Travel Town." And I was yeah. like, "You're turning four. Sure. It's actually fairly reasonable cost. Yeah. Cheaper actually than doing it in the backyard in the long run in oh, terms of uh-huh. like, you know because you have like a smaller window of time yeah, and all yeah. this stuff." So I was like, "All right, are you sure?" I waited like six months before uh-huh. I booked it too. Yeah. But then I book it, and of course, two weeks later, he's like, I want my party at the backyard. I'm like, sorry, you're having an Octonaut-themed party at Travel Town. So (laughs) so we're going to do it. I I make some hats for Octonauts, like, Mm -hmm. because he wanted some costumes. I made some, like, really easy hats, guys. It wasn't a lot of work. Like, enough cupcakes to feed the amount of people that were coming. Uh You know, like, there were no decorations aside some balloons outside. I mean, Mm -hmm. it was very, like, backyard-style but in a train. But yeah. And I have to say, the train seemed like a good idea, but it was just like, I was just having one of those days, possibly because I've been sick for so long and I'm not able to commit my full business at things like mm-hmm. I normally would. 
train seems like a good idea until you fill it up with people. You can't get from one side of the train to the other. So there's a lot of me just being like, huh, what are we doing in this fucking train? Yeah. We did like pin the eye patch on Quasi, this character from mm-hmm. Octonauts, on the shady side of the train. Mm-hmm. When you have an older child, you might forget that three and four-year-olds might think that's the most terrifying thing in the world. Like two of the kids wanted to do it. Every other kid just looked like yeah. I was asking them to like murder. Yeah, sure. Like they were terrified. Yeah. There was no like real schedule. It was very mm-hmm. loose. Some people wandered to look at trains. Some de- like I just by the time we're leaving, mm-hmm. there are three other parties happening, like in other cars or in a picnic area, and they've got like huge balloons spelling out the kids' names. Everybody's in like train themed like outfits. Mm-hmm. There are like massive games and like events and activities clearly planned. Here we are, just like a hobble. I just felt like I know that they weren't doing it at me. Mm. And I know that my party was just fine Yeah, for a room of four-year-olds and three-year-olds. Oh, yeah. But it felt a little, like I actually started kind of crying when we were leaving. Uh-huh. Like I felt a little like, where am I? Yeah. In, I'm, I'm not connected to this. Uh-huh. And I felt bad about that. Uh-huh. And it, again, I know that the other people are, weren't doing it at me. I just wish I had felt as good as, say, those parties looked. Right. If that makes sense. It does. So that's just like one of many things that I feel are slipping through my fingers, <laughs> given that I've been sick forever, which I think ties in nicely to where we are and what we're going to talk about today, which is the holidays are here. And that comes with a whole bunch of fun called nostalgia. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa. Yes. Nostalgia. The holiday gift that keeps on giving. Us joy and guilt. We've talked about holidays in the past. Mm -hmm. They're here. It's December. If you are like me and it has snuck up on you, surprise! Mm -hmm. The holidays are here. And I'm not sure it really matters what holiday you may celebrate during this month of festivities. But all the December holidays seem to have a lot tied into it. We're going to probably refer to Christmas a lot, Mm -hmm. given that's the one that Teresa and I celebrate. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this can just bleed into everything, Mm -hmm. like all of the parenting joys. I want to just start off the bat with, are your memories of the holidays making the holidays easier or harder with little kids? And I do feel like we've evolved when it comes to holidays. Maybe, I don't know about Mm. you, but Mm. for me... What I was thinking about holidays with, like, infants Mm -hmm. and then with two young children and now with a four-year-old and an eight-year-old, that's been progressing. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, I feel like my memories of what Christmas or, like, the whole holiday time is just keeps amping up as the kids get older. Mm -hmm. Maybe because I have more memories of the holidays as an older kid. Mm. Right? So... So how talk to me about nostalgia and holidays for you. So nostalgia, 
I'm going to say that's loosely defined as like thinking back on the past and having like a better vision of what it was than is actually true, right? That's sort of kind a, of what, yeah, like a rosy colored yeah, yeah, view window of the into the past. Yeah, yeah. Right. All right, let's say that, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on I'm that. I'm not going to pull up a dictionary, let's guys. Get. Yeah, I mean, I definitely have that about my childhood. And I think what I'm dealing with this year is it is a feeling of that my nostalgia about the holidays is totally making me feel weird about the holidays this year. I think, you know, growing up, we kind of did the same thing every year. Technically, we switched off which side of the family we spent Christmas Eve with. Okay. But it was the same every other year. It was this family or that family. Right. And then Christmas morning was pretty much always the same. And so we always, it was the same sort of thing. And with my kids being so little, you know, we've and with our families not living in the same city that we live in, things have been we haven't really fallen into that. We don't have that set thing that we do every year. Right. And, you know, it's always nice, like it's always good, but like this year I think we're going to be home on Christmas which I'm really looking forward to. And it was like Grace's wish this year to be at home. But it still kind of makes me feel weird because I don't feel like that's going to be what we'll always do. And and there's like some weird thing that's like, there's this part of me that really wants to like have a thing that we do every year, that everybody knows what to expect and everybody. And I think that's part of how we develop those really strong special memories because it's like it's easier to remember back to your childhood when a certain thing happened every year because you kind of like take all those memories and they kind of all blend together and they give you a certain vibe of what the holidays meant to you. Yes. And that's not really happening for us yet. And what's happening for me this year is that in past years, I felt a little bit like I have time. I have time. My kids are little. Everything is crazy right now. My kids are little. We'll get there. We'll establish something. This year, all of a sudden, it occurred to me like two days ago that my kids are six and four. Yeah. They're six and four. There's something about uh, that older age and four. four. Yes. Where I'm just like, I kind of, and it kind of has affected how I feel about everything right now because, I know, because... Not only am I like, wow, they're six and four, like I should have like a thing that this is. I should have like a meaning of Christmas for them, you know, like I should have that. But also, I all of a sudden am having this, like I'm realizing that for so long, my kids were so little when they were three and one and, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, three and one and three and whatever they were when they were little. When they were ages. When they were ages from before. Yes. Those Um, nostalgic, perfect ages. Great. They were great. Those were great ages. They were great. I miss it so much. (laughs) That I always kind of envisioned, I had this like thought in my mind that six and four was like the age where we were really going to like hit our stride as parents. And I really thought things would like and granted, I wasn't really thinking, oh, and there would and be, a baby. be a third, right? You know, like that obviously has affected everything, you know. Right. But it's the fact still remains that I woke up two days ago and went, I have a six year old and a four year old. Why does everything still feel like it's spiraling out of control? Like, why do I not? 
Can I just say something that yeah. I didn't think? I Okay, when we started talking about what this topic would be, uh-huh. there is this idea of the fleeting child. As they get older, yeah. you you suddenly go from I have time to yeah. everything's oh gone. It's everything's almost gone. over. Yeah. Well, it was all please flashback to like two Christmases ago yeah. where I'm like scream crying at Katie Bell. I'm sorry I've ruined Christmas because I can't make it perfect for you. I'm like yeah. crying yeah. to a six-year-old. Yes. I just wanted this to be perfect and yeah. I can't make it per- like a lunatic. All yeah. right? So there is this. <laughs> right, and I still Thank like. You. And yeah, but Thank I mean, but that's exactly yeah. what that was. Yeah. Because you, they're getting older. Yeah. So, so there's, so there is this fleeting. The feeling of fleeting childhood. Yeah. Seems amped up mm-hmm. over the holidays. Now you said something just a second ago, which uh-huh. I had not thought about. Okay. There is a conflicting time warp happening here, uh-huh. and that is when you have little children. Yeah. You are imagining Christmas futures. Yeah. So we are now. At a weird intersection of this is what I have spent years thinking Christmas will Will be. be. Yeah. Hitting up with Christmas isn't anything I'm ruining past Christmas. You know, like, and and those two. Or what have we already established or what are our memories from the last few years? Yes. It's fleeting. Mm. Fleeting is Mm. meeting up with. What wishful thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Pre and post nostalgia. Yes. 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 So. That is a shitty place to be. Yeah. And that is exactly, but I think you, that taps into it. This is like the, and it's so funny because you think, well, I'm not going to fall into that trap. Right. A little bit. You yeah. know what I mean? And like, yeah. I definitely thought you were crazy when you were crying about ruining yeah. Christmas for oh, Katie Bell. Sure. Yeah. No, and I'm, now here I am being like, yes, I'm ruining it for you. I have all these things planned out and I can't. Get on top of them to execute them. Like for uh-huh. me, there was like definitely the feeling of I have all these lovely things that we're mm-hmm. gonna set up, and these are gonna be our traditions. This is how <laughs> this is gonna be our wonderful thing. Uh-huh. And now I can't execute any of them because you know of every I had a baby, right? You know, and there's like yeah. work and like life yeah. and everything else. Yeah. And then, and then you're crying at the feet of your six year old, right? Say, say you're ruined Christmas. Yeah. So yeah, this is real. I think this is really real because like with. So let me ask, what did you envision? Can we can we stop and talk about Christmas future, what you were thinking mm-hmm. it would be like at this place? Because then maybe if we see what that is, we can see like, man, maybe some of that's actually happening, but it's hard to see because of the other pressure. Like, did you, because like for me, because we don't live near family the way that I live near family growing up, right? Because we were not going to have the same traditions that I had mm-hmm. in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Stefan isn't necessarily going to have the same ones he had in terms of uh, certain aspects of like having family there or not there, traveling or not traveling, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Uh, for me, it became really important that Christmas morning happened at the house. Mm-hmm. That like became the thing that I kind of anchored onto maybe two years ago mm-hmm. where I was like, nope. I, we're not, we can go someplace after Christmas morning, mm-hmm. you know, we can go to a relative's house or, but I really need Christmas morning and possibly Christmas Eve to all just be centered mm-hmm. here in the house and we'll take it from there, right? Mm-hmm. We'll take whatever, you know, traditions that develop from there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been something that's like, I feel like it's anchored 
everything else from feeling like it's flying out of that's nice. control. Yeah. So did you have a vision like that or did you No, because I mean the the problem is is that like I really want to see my family, like right. my my parents and my siblings. And so in some of the past years we've been able to make that work with them where we went up to Northern California and you know, house sat for somebody or whatever, and we were able to be there. And that 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 time with them, with the extended family, is something that I had as a kid that I really want for my kids. And so that seemed like a no-brainer to me that right. like, when possible, we will do that. Um, it's not always possible. And this year, both my siblings have different plans are going to be in different places and that's fine too we are going to see my parents and that'll be nice and then like some years if I've had a baby my parent people have made the effort to come to to us which is nice and so I just don't like I just don't have that vision of I don't have that vision of what it's going to be and maybe that's part of the problem that I'm having right now is that I need to come up with like what are those things that are that can be portable you know like what are those traditions right. that we can do anywhere you know the stockings that we always have right. no matter where we are or the book that we always read no matter where we are or it's like you gotta you know, pick like, through the nostalgia I to, to yeah, see like, which are the elements the that yeah. are really important exactly that we want to yeah cling to yeah and like obviously <laughs> always being together the five of us is, yeah. is a given but i think like part of my wish in in the past and I guess for the future has been to have some extended family there too yeah. like that feels really nice to me too but I can't control other people so I can't well but and I we think- don't have us like I think part of it is that we don't have my you know my generation is growing and we're having our own kids now and so we're setting up our own traditions and it's not as established as it was when I was a kid there were lots of other grandchildren ahead of me and so there was already sort of this thing that was in place this is what is done and so right now we're in this like transitional phase which is totally fine it's like natural it's just that I already feel like oh my god like well, there's some, from what it sounds like, uh, and I could be wrong, is on top of, like, w- trying to create something for your family and mm-hmm. for your kids, there's also a feeling of loss from little yeah. Teresa. Yeah, you know, Little totally. Teresa, kid, because that's yeah. like always, I think, the thing that upsets me the most is where I'm wrestling with, like, I want the thing that I, I had when it. I was yeah. a kid, yeah. right? Like, I and that I can't have that. Yeah at this moment right is really it's that like separating your pre-adult yeah. pre-kid pre you know all these other things that you have to yeah. kind of like fit yourself into right. and, that, and that hurts that's hard yeah and I don't think we give ourselves enough credit for how the holidays can generate for us a possible feeling of loss to it being about us a little bit because mm-hmm. even though we were being like maneuvered around by our parents to mm-hmm. like go meet these tra- yeah. it was our tradition it was right. our nostalgia yeah right so like that was us being in the car for an yeah. hour you and know it was, and it was also it was other people doing stuff for, for us, us whereas now it's us it's another day where guess we're what guys president we're, of holidays yeah we're right. doing everything for everyone well that's yeah. right and so i think there even if it's fun like yeah, i get oh, yeah. like i also re- it's so fun to like 
set stuff up for my kids like this on special days. Like, I do really, really enjoy that. It's just so incredible. I mean, we've probably talked about this, like, every year for the past four yeah, years. Sure. But, like, it's just so, it's a totally different approach. It's a totally different experience. Uh, but maybe we've just never acknowledged, acknowledged that it's kind of sad for us, <laughs> sure. right? Yeah. They're like, yeah. that we're not acknowledging little Biz and little Teresa yeah. who don't, don't get to, the the nostalgia is warped a little bit. You know what I yeah. mean? Like our nostalgia, we're never going to be able to create for our kids the exact experience. And, you know, Stefan always brings this up, which is you know, and not just around holidays, but in, about memories in general. He'll mm-hmm. say, "What is it that like is going to be the thing our kids mm-hmm. like that defines for our kids mm-hmm. what our family is? I know. Like, what's the yeah. like? I can I have memories of like things that my parents would do." that I am sure that they do not link up as the thing they put the effort into or the creation or the whatever. But what, you know, is it that we play, like, do we sing these songs when we're brushing their teeth? Is that something they're going to, like, want to, like, do with their kids, Mm -hmm. right? Or is all of that going to go right out there? You know, yeah. mind, and and they'll never think about that, right? Like, yeah. what are, do they care that we have like Swedish meatballs on Christmas Eve, which we've only established like maybe twice, yeah. right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, and you know, we used to fondue. Like that was like yeah. here. This is a great example of my family used to fondue. Now I guarantee you, we did not fondue when I was a three year old. Okay, right. clearly yeah. this happened when I was a lot older. Yeah, and I'm not talking cheese. I'm talking boiling oil, slabs of meat, wow. stick it in, and dip it in your Heinz 57 or your A1 steak sauce and your sesame seeds. Yum. Okay, I keep saying we are. I mean, we got a fondue set when we got married. Because uh-huh. by God, yeah, we are fonduing on Christmas Eve. We had not touched that fondue set except for once, long before children were involved. Mm-hmm. But to me, that's like such a Christmas memory. Mm-hmm. But it's probably not going to be for a really long time, mm-hmm. right? Like, and maybe never, maybe it never will be because we've started doing Swedish meatballs, right? right? Like this other thing. So, I don't like it's. It sucks because it's not. We can't recreate exactly what the same experience was that we had, mm-hmm. even though that experience isn't something we actually had any part in making. That's just the experience we grew up with, like our nostalgia, which we know is like a feeling based on this cumulative experience, Mm -hmm. right? So there's sadness for ourselves, Mm -hmm. but there's also sadness that we might not be able to set up the traditions that we want, whether it be where we live, where the rest of the family is. (laughs) Heaven forbid our partners Mm -hmm. might have other opinions on what they want to do for a holiday. (laughs) Salmon? Fuck you, (laughs) Stefan! Right? You know, I mean, like, whatever. You get over those things and you learn to merge. Yeah, and then the pressure... Because of the feeling like you're you're missing out. I really have to check myself on that pressure. I mean, mm-hmm. Katie Bell's eight, and they are like, you're not my baby. You're not my baby. And we haven't done this thing yet. That was supposed mm-hmm. to be like this beautiful thing. And I can't make bows for your hair. There's no way you want to wear bows anymore, even though you still totally do. And who gives a shit about bows, mm-hmm. right? Like, that comes out in the nastiest of ways, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. really permeates. And the feeling is real, but there actually still is this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so yeah. I have to check myself all the time and say... It's okay. You're okay. Yeah. You still have, you, you do still have some time. I think the point of today's show is just maybe we need to recognize that. Like, mm-hmm. not just what are we setting up? Where are we traveling? Have we got the presents? Have we got the, tra- you know, the, 
the dinner set? Have we invited the right people? Have we sent out cards of some kind? Have I got all the technicalities mm-hmm. of holidays? Can you just like pause for a second so I can write all those things yeah. down so yeah. that I Don't can forget. make sure I remember yeah, all the ten things that you just I said just like that to I say, probably hasn't, haven't even thought of? Eight years into having kids, <laughs> we are just now saying maybe we'll write five Christmas cards yeah. this year. Like sure. that's like, yeah. you know, you no, got to forgive yourself. Yeah, 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 I know. Put all the technicalities aside yeah. that are uh, of holidays yeah. that are stressful enough mm-hmm. and allow yourself a moment to like breathe through the emotional aspects of the holidays. Because I feel like especially things like your own sadness about remembering your own childhood and not and not getting to do it again mm-hmm. and that sort of conflicting, this is what I imagined it would be with kids meeting up with, oh, my God, my kids are getting older, that mm-hmm. moment. I think those are things that can really sneak up on you and fuck with you, which is why why we get so, like, suddenly emotionally stressed out the moment December 1st hits mm-hmm. because we weren't thinking about those things. Yeah. And we're not recognizing that they exist yeah. and are playing into it. And that's a good one to talk to your, like, partner or your other family members about, like, just to call. I would call my mom and be like, I'm really sad that this isn't about me anymore. And she's like, yeah, no, I know. It does suck. Right? Like, totally. I think it's okay to talk about it so that when you're crying in front of your six-year-old about ruining Christmas forever, the people around you aren't super surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think I just, I also, I'm realizing, I think that's really good advice. And I think also just like maybe spending some time for myself thinking about what I really what kind of moments I really want to have with my kids like before suddenly it's over like I don't want to just think of like right now I'm just thinking of what am I going to get them like what what gifts do they do they want and that's not that exciting like what what moments do I want to have with them and I think part of why that's such a hard question for me to answer is that when I think back you know my family we kind of we got less religious over the years yeah. but like my childhood was really focused on like Christmas was like the baby Jesus and like the nativity right. and like you would go to church and you get dressed up for church and yeah. like all those things that I'm totally honestly sorry fine with leaving behind yeah but like something kind of needs to replace that and there mm. is like a there is there is a, a nostalgic feeling about those those ideas and those images yeah. and those words and I don't necessarily want to pass that stuff on and but like I want to pass something on I want right. to pass on a good like loving feeling and you know thinking about that also made me think about the fact that you know like I'm I'm really lucky that I'm coming from a place where there is something I'm looking back on nostalgically because I know for a lot of folks like Christmas and the holidays is like a really upsetting time yes. for a whole different set of reasons. Yes. Mostly, mostly like, you know, childhood trauma or like just being the passing of loved ones. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or just, you know, not not feeling accepted by your family. Um, and regardless of what we're coming from. I am realizing just in this conversation that like the the gift of this moment 
a few weeks prior to Christmas with my kids who are old enough to understand some things now yeah. is that like I can totally come up with what I want this to be. And everybody can do that. Right. That's that's what we There's have. There's no like, limit on when we when we hone some of these things for ourselves yeah. and for our family. That's yeah. correct. Whether it's now at this age or even when the kids are older, there's no like limit to defining the message of love and support and inclusion for the holidays. Yeah. Anytime. Support for One Bad Mother comes in part from Little Bits. Little Bits is a toy brand with color-coded electronic bits that snap together for customizable fun. There's a free companion app with tons of extra activities and missions to complete. Kids can create their piece of the Star Wars galaxy with the custom droid inventor kit. My kids have this. It is so much fun. It was really easy to use. My eight-year-old loves it, and my four-year-old loves it, too. It was a toy that they both actually played with together. Plus, it comes with everything you need right down to the battery. So just shop at littlebits.com and other select retailers. Give the gift of invention. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Genius fail time, Teresa. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. I decided that I really wanted to go on a little adventure with my four-year-old, Oscar, and leave the rest of my family behind and take him to go see Coco. Oh. Jesse had seen it for for prepping to interview Lee Unkrich for Bullseye, and we weren't totally confident that Grace would be able to watch it and like not have not get like stressed out by sure. it because she's sensitive to stuff like that. And by stuff like that, I mean all movies, right? Every single movie sure. that she's ever seen. Fair enough. Um, so, but Oscar really wanted to see it, and like some of his friends at school had seen it and were talking to him about it. And so I figured out a time where I would be able to do it, and Jesse would be able to take Grace and the baby. And we went, and we got late, delayed because of complicated whatever sure. long story and then we got down to the movie theater and there, the whole street was closed for a Christmas parade and there was no parking anywhere and I got stuck in this weird traffic loop that was oh, like no. and I was like I, I, there's nowhere to park my car the movie's gonna start in like two minutes I don't even know how to move my car off this weird street that I've become trapped in because yeah. of road closures and I started to get really really sad yeah because I put all this effort into and Oscar was so excited and we were and I just I just basically 
grit my teeth and was like, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. I am going to do this right now. And what I ended up doing was finding a way out of that weird loop that I was trapped in. And I ended up parking us really far away. Sure. Because that was the only place I could find parking. But I just went as far away as I could yeah. from all the road closures. I found a parking space. We got out of the car and we ran. Nice. And we ran and we ran and we ran and we ran. And we made it. We made it to the movie. Nice. We got a ticket to the movie. The movie didn't even start. Yeah, because you had the whole down. frozen thing that happens before the frozen it. Thing so happened. yeah. And and we had such a great time, and it was I was so happy that I like stuck it out and like Yay. did it. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Good yeah. job, Teresa. Like Thank you. Good job. Thanks. So uh, as I said at the beginning of the show, I made some changes this week to make myself less crazy in the house. I it's been very like on top of being sick for ever. I have found uh, being online uh, super sad. Like, mm. I just, the world is making me very sad. Oh, sure. And, uh, ugh, like, yeah. angry, stress, oh, yeah. super bad. Oh, yeah. So I just remembered the thing that I've preached on the show a million times and haven't been doing. I just put music on. And mm. I played it through my phone. We have, like, a wireless setup where I can play through a couple of different devices. Yeah. And when my music's on, I don't touch don't my phone, phone because yeah. the music's playing. Yeah. And I just played music. I played so much Jackson Brown, guys. So much Jackson Brown, like, mellow 70s rock for like the entire week, wow. and I wound up it wound up making it like really tolerable to sit. Ellis got like all these Legos for his birthday. It's not my thing. Mm-hmm. I just sat and put together Legos with Ellis and like did stuff with it. Like really was a game changer. So good. Yeah. So I felt like it was real genius. Good job. Thank you. Hi guys, I have a genius. Um, so Christmas is a big deal to me. It has been all growing up and then you know you become an adult and you have to be the president of Christmas for your family and his family and school and work and all of those things and it gets a little bit overwhelming so a few years ago I decided that I would take a day of PTO our vacation time in December every year and I spend it gloriously fucking alone in front of my Christmas tree watching terrible Hallmark and Lifetime Christmas movies, which are my weakness. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, I wrap presents, and I drink wine or, you know, spiked hot chocolate, be super festive, and I get almost everything wrapped. So that eliminates a lot of the rush, you know. I'm, a, I'm kind of a glutton for punishment though because I like to save a few presents that I absolutely have to wrap on Christmas Eve I don't know why the fuck I do that but it's like my own weird torture tradition Um, but anyways I think everyone should do whatever version of this works for them and um, it's a big self-care thing for me I call it my annual festive as fuck day it's my personal holiday and that way I can focus on being, you know, the president of everyone else's <laughs> holiday celebration most of the rest of the month slash my life. So um, you guys are doing a great job. I really love the show. And I guess happy holidays. Bye. <laughs> this is so smart. It's so good. This is, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is just taking some control. This is not about, this is like taking a holiday moment for yourself mm-hmm. you did that because mm-hmm. you're not gonna have time to do all the movies and all the stuff blah, 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 blah. i just think this was inspiring i mean like really? whatever it really is to whatever degree you can work this in yeah like 
a special tradition for yourself a little bit, I think it's really smart. I love it. I do too. Good job. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Teresa. I didn't lose my wallet, but I totally thought that I did. Mm. So this morning I spent a full 20 minutes really in a deep, dark place of panic slash just devastation slash being like, of course it would come to this. Of course my wallet is gone. Of course. Like, really. Like, I really went to that place. And, you know, I spent all this time looking for it and I spent all this time. And then, like, Jesse came in from, like, dropping off the kids and I like went and checked his car and then we came back in and like he was like trying to be nice and I was just like I I, I don't yeah. even know where my you know yeah and then I just like as a throwaway like peeked in the bag that I was prepping to bring with me to work today uh, and it was already there like yeah. I must have like put it there on sure. autopilot without even seeing yes. or feeling it and I was like a little fucking right there oh I'm yeah doing great that's the worst. That's what I did. I'm sorry. Yeah. That is that Thanks. is a fail. Yeah. I, I've, I've done like, it's the old like, where are my keys? Yeah. And they're like in your in hand. Your and I've been like, and face, I've been or, so yeah. mad. Yeah. 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 I'm so sorry. Thank you. This is a big fail. So my very dearest friend, she, we, our kids go to school together. We hang out all the time during the week. Last week, like I guess maybe Thursday she texts me that morning, Thursday morning, to say her child has been throwing up all that night. Mm. So she was keeping him home. And I was like, oh, poor baby. And we get to, you know, the whole day. Friday morning, it's like a crazy day. It's like this day I've got like, there's, I had so much going on this past week, guys. There was like car troubles and again, the sickness oh, and yeah. like Ellis's birthday. It was the next day and like, we were just kind of, anyway, doesn't matter. A lot of things falling apart. And I'm at the school getting suckered into helping in the class because I haven't been paying attention to my duties as a room parent anyway. And suddenly I see my friend. And what comes out of my mouth was, I can't believe you're here. And she just kind of looked at me and I was like, she was like, what? And I was like, he was throwing up yesterday. I know. Teresa's giving me. Like, I'm just trying to understand what's happening. Go on. I, I say, I can't believe. Like, I like. I'm basically can't stop talking no matter what tone I use, insinuating she's done a bad job bringing her kid back to school today. Oh. And I was like, hasn't been 24. She was like, it's been 24 hours. Either way, it's none of my fucking business. Uh-huh. Here's the deal. It's none of my fucking business. She knows her kid. She is an excellent mom. Her kid is an excellent kid. I have also had a kid be sick at 2 in the morning and then, and then be fine. And then be fine. The and yeah. so the next day, yeah, yeah. a full 24 hours, yeah. they go back to school. Yeah. Okay. She looked at me. She just like walked away from me, uh-huh. which she should have. Yeah. And I like I was in such a daze about it. It was like one of those things like I can't believe those words just came out of my mouth. Uh-huh. Like I just made her feel like shit. Uh-huh. And I couldn't stop it. Uh-huh. And I kept going. So like later, I got by the time I got to my car, like I like, I apologized to her, and I have been apologizing to her for days, and she seems to have forgiven me. But she was like, yeah, I was really upset by that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't blame you. But it was just like, 
everything I say, we say on the show, like, don't do. Yeah. Which I really stand behind and yeah. I really believe in. Yeah. Because it's really what I try and do out in the world. Yeah. And I did it to, like, my dearest friend. Yeah. And I still feel sick about it. Oh, I'm so sorry. I know. I just, you know, yeah. Anyway. Oh, I mean, okay. That, it doesn't. I won't. All right. Yeah. There's no, I mean, like, I appreciate lots went into it. Mm-hmm. And it's not who I am. Yeah. But none of that really is an excuse. It was a fail. It was a fail. Yeah. So there you go. All right. Hey, Biz and Teresa. I have a fail. My husband decided to let me know today that our five-and-a-half-year-old daughter was upset because I did not pack her a sandwich in her lunch today. I totally, totally forgot. I mean, she had snacks. She had a lunch, but she had no real sandwich or something for lunch hour. (sighs) <sighs> total, total fail. So I'm going to have to do something, maybe make her some hot chocolate or something <laughs> to make up for it. But, yeah, some days you win, some days not so much. <laughs> Thanks. I love your show. Take care. Bye. Sounds like you're going to have to make her a sandwich. Sounds like you have to make. I'm not sure hot chocolate's going to be any more filling than the bag of sadness uh, you sent her to school with. Yeah, that I is... I've done that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've just, like, flat out not even sent my kid to school with lunch. Like, it's all yeah. packed. Yeah. Okay. And then bye. Yeah. Or, yeah, just their stuff not... I've talked about on the show how I've come to school and they've been like, um, did he have any growing food in his lunch? Because they call oh, it Oh, yeah, they call it food. growing food, yeah. they have to eat their growing food before they get something else yeah, or whatever. Yeah, sure. I don't know. Yeah, I remember that. And I'm like, that was like for a period of time where he wasn't eating sandwiches. Well, so right. I was like, what am I supposed to give him? I'm not going to make him a sandwich every he's day not that gonna he's not going to eat. I know. Anyway. Well, did it ain't a horrible yeah. job. Yeah, you suck. You suck. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you. I love you. When I One Bed Mother is supported in part by Blue Apron. Blue Apron delivers fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and step-by-step recipes right to your door that can be cooked in under 45 minutes. The menu changes every week based on what's in season and is designed by Blue Apron's in-house culinary team. Blue Apron sends only non-GMO ingredients and meat with no added hormones. You guys, Blue Apron is so much fun. It's so much fun if you're cooking with your kids because everything's already set up for you. There's nothing like really complicated. It makes it really easy for you. It's also really enjoyable to cook these meals if you're cooking on your own. The food is delicious um, and it's always something different. Blue Apron is treating One Bad Mother listeners to their first dinner, a $30 value, if you visit blueapron.com slash badmother. So check out this week's menu and get your $30 off with free shipping at blueapron.com slash badmother. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Max FunCon tickets are on sale now at MaxFunCon.com. Watch stand-up comedy on a mountain. Roll out of bed after a dance party to see a live podcast taping. Take classes from amazing teachers with the most supportive group of people you'll ever meet. Make a bunch of friends and eat a ton of s'mores. Come to Max FunCon at Lake Arrowhead, California, the second weekend of June, for friendship, comedy, and creativity. 
Get your ticket now at maxfuncon.com. Teresa, you know what? No guests today. That's okay. Because we needed some time to, to talk it out about the nostalgia and the holidays. I needed a little time to really get through the guilt of my fail this week, too. But you know what I'll never feel guilty about? That's listening to a mom have a breakdown. This is her aunt. I hate being sick. Being sick pisses me off because life does not end when you are sick. You still get to do laundry. You still get to make dinner. You still get to clean up shit. You still have to get your kids to school when you feel like you're dying. You're losing your voice. You can't go to work. You call in work three days in a row, four days on the couch. I hate being better than I hate not moving. I hate not working out, which is the only sanity I have. I hate being sick. It makes me grouchy and mean and pissed off, and I snap at everybody. And there's nothing I can do to control it because my life is absolutely no different than it is when I'm sick. And I hate being sick. I go so hard so long, and then the universe slaps me down to sit down because I go so hard so long, and then I get really well and truly sick. I hate being sick. It makes me angry and pissed and even worse, nothing changes. I still get to be me. I just get to be me sick. And no amount of NyQuil or Chinese herbs or anything I try ever makes it go away or any better. I hate being sick. I don't have time to be sick. And all it does is complicate my life and make it painful and miserable, and I hate it. And now I'm done ranting. And it was better I did this than share it with everybody around me. So, you guys are doing a good job. I hope you're not sick. Bye. Oh, the irony. Oh, the irony. I am sick. First of all, you're doing a very good job. Yeah. Do you know how, like, when your child is really tired and they're doing all the things Mm -hmm. and you're like, you're tired. Mm -hmm. And then they yell, I'm not tired. And then, like, you're, you're that parent, right? Mm-hmm. I listened to her and she even says it to herself. What we're not going to do, just want to say this, we're not going to do is the, you're right, it's your body shutting down, like the, the mom thing, to be like, it's your body's telling you that mm-hmm. you need to rest. Fuck that! Mm-hmm. Let's get that out of the way. Now let's focus on the real point of this rant, in my opinion, because I am definitely dealing with this, and that is the anger mm-hmm. from being sick. Mm-hmm. I am with you. I am so angry at having been sick for this last month. I'm not, because I'm not myself. You can't be yourself. You still have to do stuff. Even if that stuff is scaled down, it still requires some effort. Right. And when we know in our heads that we are only giving like half the effort, that's also angering, right? That can, For me, that's at least for me, that's angering where I'm like, I'm not able to do the things that I normally do on a normal day when I'm at 100%. And maybe not doing it like one day, two days, three days, you give yourself some leeway. But when you're sick for a really long time, that like guilt starts kicking in, the anger starts kicking in, you just want to be able to do the thing that you normally do, as well as like at the end of the day, you want to relax. 
And when you can't relax the way you would normally relax because you're sick, you know, you have no taste buds. You can't, like, eat something that you would really like. Or if you enjoy a glass of wine, you're not doing that when you're sick. Coffee tastes awful. Exercise. You can't go exercise because your body is shutting down. You also feel lousy. You know that everybody around you thinks that you are like walking plague, which never feels good. I mean, whether they are or not, you feel like that. And then you begin, I know for me, I begin to get in that place where like, I'm sorry, Stefan. I, I wish I had more, you know, like I already wish I had more to give. But when I'm sick, I'm like, not only am I done by like 6.30, like, like I've got to get to like 8 when the last kid is technically enough on their own for bed that I'm not needed, hopefully, what I have to go lay down, I have to rest, right. you know, like yeah. it's just, and even then there's still work or there's still like email. There's all the stuff that you would normally have to do. So like, well, sorry, no, just, it's, it's that you have to rest, but you, you have so many other responsibilities that the only things you can give up in order to rest more right. are the stuff that you want to do for you. Correct. So it just sucks so much because you still have to do all the really exhausting, tiring work yep. of being an adult human and a parent. Yep. But then the stuff that like makes that okay because right. you do it for you because it makes you feel good and it's fun is all the stuff that you don't get to do because yeah. you're supposed to be resting or because you've physically can't because you're just too exhausted and you need to rest. Right, because there's like all these side effects of being sick outside of just the normal coughing, right. sneezing. Like after week three of coughing, yeah. I have like a total bruised side, right? Yeah. So there's like pain, on, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're like tired and you're yeah. debilitated yeah. and cranky yeah. and not getting any self-care. Yeah, no, it, and it's the holidays. I am mm-hmm. so sorry. I am too. But let me tell you, this, you have definitely screamed your complaints into the universe. And I guarantee you, the universe has heard you. Yes. And is fully on board with how much being sick fucking sucks. You are not alone. And you are doing a good job. Yeah, you and are. Isn't it always that crazy weird feeling when you finally clear it? You mm-hmm. know? And then you're like, you like, like, you just barely even look back. You're yeah. like, oh, do you yeah. remember that? Just- Thank that God was the that's word. over. Thank God that's you're not even over. Think about that. Don't ah, yeah. flush that. Yeah. Goodbye. That wasn't me. That was that someone else. Horrible monster <laughs> that came in. You're doing amazing, Teresa. Yeah. What did we learn today? We learned that nostalgia, while a lovely place to visit, can sometimes skew our vision of what we want to create or what we feel we're supposed to be creating. And let me just, let's just look at that sentence there, what we feel we're supposed to be creating for our kids. Because I think that's part of it. You know, I want my kids to have, you know, positive, happy memories of the holidays, right? Whether mine were or weren't, I clearly want it for my kids. So that's a lot of responsibility. Mm Mm-hmm. It's crazy responsibility. And then you mix that in with, you know, these pre-kid or infant, can't wait till my kid's a little older, can't wait till my kid's a little older, we're going to be doing this, we're going to go do this, blah, 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 Um, mixed with, my kids are too old now, they're about to be too old, we're losing it, we're losing them, we're never going to have any memories, all memories are gone, no memories exist, that's it. (laughs) All it is is a horrible, shitty, like, weekend of watching, like, one Christmas movie, and that's fucking, we don't even have time for Christmas movies. My children haven't seen any Christmas movies. (laughs) Christmas is ruined. Um, 
that's a really awful place to be. So that's a lot of pressure on top of the normal holiday pressure. So maybe we learned, maybe we learned something from our genius caller and give ourselves a private day, mm. private hour, mm-hmm. private sometime yeah. to like sit down and give ourselves the chance to think about this. Mm-hmm. We clearly want to think. If it's stressing us out, that means we want to think about it. Yep. So instead of waiting till Christmas Eve to think about it, let's give ourselves the hour, the day, the whatever we need to just like sit with our thoughts. So that's something we've learned. We've learned that being sick sucks. So yay! Two good takeaways. So, guys, they're here. Lots of holidays. They're all here. All of them. If your holiday takes place in December, and let's throw birthdays into that. Mm. Because that's a whole nother barrel of, you know, nostalgia and discontent. December birthdays. All right? It's all here. And here's the thing. You're getting really good at this. Right? You are. Look at you. You're, you're doing it. Or you're not doing it. Also okay. We're just ahead of the game by even being aware that this exists. We're going to take the pressure off ourselves. We're going to lean on our friends and family to help out. We're going to hug and love our kids because that's more important than any other aspect of any of this. You're doing amazing. You really are. Uh, So everybody, hang in there because you're doing great. Now, as a little treat to wrap up the holidays, when you get on the other side of the holidays, a little treat for the new year on the other side of the holidays, One Bad Mother, that's us, will be back in San Francisco as part of San Francisco Sketch Fest, January 21st, 1 p.m. matinee show, that's a Sunday, easy day to find childcare or with relatives or with a partner, you come out. You see us. We're going to have a really good time. You can go to sfsketchfest.com for ticket and show information. Super fun. Little post-holiday treat. We'll be recovering. Super fun. Everybody, you're doing a remarkable job. You are. Teresa. Yes. You're doing a remarkable job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart. Our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, are perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things. And of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. 
To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, Daddy, baby, fussing by, not throw down Mama Blue. Oh, said Daddy, baby, fussing by, not throw down Mama Blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.